Hello, welcome back to the Sam of Antics podcast. He's Matt, I'm Sam. I am on holiday and he is not because he's a loser. And that's just the way it is. I mean, that's pretty offensive. I am going on holiday myself. Just you're going on holiday before me. I'm actually on holiday now. So you are on holiday. <laughs> you are on holiday now. So uh, for context, for context, Sacro is on holiday. Uh, and so we're pre-recording this ahead of time so mm. that you still have content going to you, you beautiful people's ears. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is episode 46. Yeah, it is episode 46. It's a um, bit of a weird, weird feeling for us because we can't do the usual intro, can we? Because we can't we do the, it. we can't do the, so Robert, how the devil have you been this week? Because we've literally done that about an hour ago. Yeah. Recording episode 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you want guess... to fill the time, Sagora? Well, I think let's take this time to um, to reflect on the previous pos- podcasts and what we're thinking about doing for the 50, because we've kind of hit a point now where I've when I talk to people, they say, oh, yeah, when you're starting out to where you are now, is, the growth is just so visible. And I agree with that, because when we started out, we had our nervous voices on. Um, we were really 100% sure about the setup and, and the vibe that we were kind of going for. Yeah. And then I think since we've moved over to Acast, because we're Acast content creators, <laughs> and we have, we've kind of, it's become more like an adult podcast if our juvenile podcast where we started was. Um, and I don't know how you feel. Um, so I'll ask you the question after, but I feel as if we have hit our stride now and we're, we are bringing out the content that we're both really happy with. Yeah, okay, I know you, it's extra work on your side, but when you, I think back to those first podcasts, we're getting so annoyed. We're putting out apologies. We were redoing episodes. Um, we were putting out episodes that we'd redone three times. We were still unhappy with. Oh, yes, who could forget the problem child <laughs> the of problem episode child. two? <laughs> Literally week two. Episode two, problem child, because we were so nervous about what we were actually putting out. And then we realised that actually... By not it, being ourselves, we, we were not putting out the content that we wanted. This is the thing. So the people, I believe, listen to us because yeah. we have such banter and humour between the two of us. So, you know, yeah. I, can, I can call you a and get away with yeah. it. You know, it's just part and parcel of who we are. Yeah. Um, I will bleep that, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... That's probably the most extreme thing you'd ever call me. So yeah, fair play. Yeah. Um, And to start with, I think we were concentrating so early on being really professional. Yeah. And making it, you know, we didn't swear for the first few episodes. Or if we did, I edited it out. Or it was, oh, uh, because there was obviously the infamous what a dick uh, statement. Yes. Oh my God. That was the first episode, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. No, it was it, or was it the second episode? Because we did random Reddit been, rodeo. I think it may have been during random Reddit rodeo, um, the first, like the first one. Yeah, so that must have been episode one. Must have been. Um, but as we've grown as a podcast, mm. we just we're now t- talking on the podcast how we normally talk to each other. It's yeah. almost so we sometimes forget that we've got the microphone in front of us. It's kind yeah. of like we're just talking on the phone, how we normally would do. And that's what the audience likes. The audience likes us being authentic. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. So if there are problems, it's part and parcel of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I feel now that because we're in that stage now where we, we, we turn up on a Thursday normally, mm. we press record. Sometimes we don't even know what the hell. I might say, oh, I've only got one angry man of views or you've got one story time. Yeah. But we'll still get an hour podcast out of it because we'll just talk how we normally talk to each other. And the audience seems to yeah. like that. And also, um, I think um, because what, everything we talk about is so relatable to the moment. And I think like we, we kind of balance that. Like, people have said as well that um, we do balance the what's going on in life and what's going on uh, with like 
humor and like just laughing and having a good time we kind of balance it well and i think the angry man reviews section the reason why we never once wanted to remove that as a segment is because that is where the majority of the relatability does come from because you can say an angry man reviews and then it turns into angry man reviews from me because i'm so passionately annoyed about something that's happened to me that relates entirely to what you've said yeah and it just yeah like you say though how we talk now how we're talking now and even in the segment like in the in the early days we were constantly looking at the time thing and we need to hit this we need to stop by this time we need to stop by this time but now we're just talking and i don't i i, I just generally don't really know how long we've been talking for and then when we finish we're like oh okay we were talking for that about time cool like i think maybe it's as we've grown sort of professionally in our podcasting careers <laughs> we're professional <laughs> podcasters now um i think just we've, we've realized that the, the stuff we were worrying about in the early days we don't need to worry about now definitely definitely and hopefully we're both still enjoying it and okay. therefore we will continue to put content out pretty much until we get bored which at the moment i can't see happening I can't. so but you know what's really really crazy obviously episode 50 that's a big landmark two weeks later we had been doing the sam antics podcast for a year is that when it oh my god even more reason to celebrate on the 50th yeah because 50 obviously for two weeks in a year we've put one out every single week uh oh but we've have i know we've missed a week but we've doubled up an episode sometimes um but yeah we've did you generally think we were going to do a whole year when we first started i don't know because when i think back to the first episode i honestly thought oh it might be a flash in the pan thing like we might do it for a couple of weeks and then move on to something else yeah um but a year on we're talking about merchandise we're talking about expanding the sam antics brand and it's crazy in my head to think how the how on earth have we done this? Like how like honestly, we're just two two normal guys. Just not not like not extraordinary. As 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 the intro alluded to in episode one, Sakura. Mm. He's Matt. I'm Sam. I drive. No, I've done that completely wrong. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He drives. I don't. And that's just the way it is. And that was what that was our that was our whole brand when we started the youtube channel back in 2013 yeah and we didn't even think that we would when we were doing that we just thought oh every time i'm back from uni maybe we'll put out a video and we might get a couple of people watch it and might do this might have that um the hilarious thing is is when we first started talking this time last year yeah about maybe doing a podcast we were stuck for a good week and a half two weeks thinking what should we call it yeah we didn't know what to call it because there's so many podcasts out there now yeah. that, you know, some, some of them do the same kind of thing. That's fine. You know, we're not in competition with them. We're not doing it to beat other podcasts. No, 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 we're no, doing no. it for ourselves. But we didn't know what to call the podcast. And I, I just suddenly had a brainwave one afternoon. I think, well, hang on. We did the whole Sound That Antics thing mm. with the YouTube channel. Why don't we just bring that back, but in a podcast form? And therefore, the Sound of Antics podcast. And then we said it and we were just like, we just thought, yes, this is it. This is the brand. And then we sat down and we were like, right, let's record a trailer. Let's record 10, 15 minutes of just us talking about what we want to do. And let's see if anyone actually listens to it. And then over a hundred people listened to that episode, I think from memory. And it did we really just, well. Yeah. And we were just like, okay, fuck, we need to do this. We need to get this going. We need to put this out because people might, okay, people might have listened to the trailers 15 minutes long. Who cares? But people might actually want to listen to the content that we enjoy creating. And fast forward to now, and I'm speechless and immensely proud of what we've actually achieved. And I know, like, special guest Glenn likes to, say it quite a lot listen to us in the shower um yeah i don't want to, i don't want to think about him touching himself or his feet in, in fact <laughs> um, but, um 
no, it's just even he likes to say how proud he is of us and what we've achieved. And I've realized actually we have got something to be proud of. I think the thing is as well is we started this to improve our mental health and our whole having structure to the week and doing something to help us. And I feel now a year on from last year, I feel in a better place than I was this time last year. There are a few reasons for that, but one of them is the podcast because I wake up on a Thursday, I think, right, recording today, me and you pretty much every day, probably other than the weekends, we have a business call at five o'clock to go through what we're going to do for this week. It gives us structure. I've, I've improved my whole like confidence from doing this. Like, you know, like the whole editing thing. I'm not an editor. You are now. But I am, I could theoretically put on my CV that I am a technical editor because mm-hmm. I've had to do so much for this. And, you know, we don't get yeah. paid for this. We no. don't do it for money no. yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we do it for us and we do it for our audience. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's incredible. It's crazy because there's a couple of things there. The first is for me, Okay, I've I've never shied away from like social media in that aspect and no. like posting things apart from on Facebook so I had a massive phobia of it. The podcast has removed that. Um and it's also given you pride of the content you create, but also it's made me unlock doors that I would never have thought possible. Like I'm a like I'm a model for two brands now and I I publish um like on my TikTok and I publish on the obviously the podcast a little bit more infrequently, but the actually becoming like a semi content creator to the point where I talk to some of the biggest content creators in the country. And I, it's just, it, for me, it has done that exactly what you said, lifted the confidence, but there is another side of it where when whatever we talk about in how are you doing this week, whatever we discuss on any of the podcasts we've done previously are real and about our lives. And yeah, it's all genuine. Yeah. We don't make things up like, no, 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 exactly. And obviously I don't, I think I've spoken about it before, like, like ages ago, um, doing the podcast and being that way and putting myself and putting ourselves out there and uh, being quite vulnerable in talking about our lives does get quite heavy judgment from people we might be trying to like starting to date or friends that are listening to the podcast and maybe didn't realize uh, that this certain things were going on. Um, and then it's just kind of the balance between the good and the bad for us. We are like, actually, what we're putting out there is our lives. It's our, it's us. It's our authentic selves. So, if someone doesn't like that, they're not for us. If a friend doesn't like what we're putting out and things we're saying, then, you know, some of us sometimes we think, well, I'm sorry, but this is our content. This is us. If you don't like it, don't listen. Or maybe, are you even my friend? Indeed. Um, moving along, Sigur, mm-hmm. we've obviously got the episode fifty. Uh, yeah. coming up the big five oh yeah um we've had a, a little discussion so far about what we're gonna do yeah. um it won't be a normal episode um no. in the sense of we've got some plans potentially for us to do it live and both together in the yeah. same room yeah um just as you was talking i had a, an idea i don't know how you feel about it um mm. yeah. sound antics live react to our first few episodes oh god yeah that was so, so we good re-listen to the first episodes and the trailer and everything and yeah react to them yeah, you know we, we can absolutely you know rip into ourselves because it's us so we, we yeah. can react to it um so that's potentially an idea um of course it doesn't have to just to be one episode we could do a Episode 50A, episode 50B. Like, I think we could do like a short, as you were talking, I was thinking maybe we could do a short series, put it on, um, like do like clips of it, put it on, put clips of it, like do the full clip, a full episode listen on YouTube, um, which we not actually been posting to, by the way. But, um, yeah, we could do that on the YouTube and then actually have 
our like do clips of it and put that on like tiktok and instagram for people to get like little bites of like the best bits and things mm. um instagram live that's, that's what i was going to say because we're going to be together we were thinking we would do an instagram live where matt would start a live on the sam antics podcast um account and then i join it on my account so we'd both be live at the same obviously at the same time um but we were thinking we would do that when we're in the same place so then we can if you guys have any questions we can actually answer them live to you um i think we can't do on tiktok because tiktok restricts you from going live until you hit a certain follower follow account and um, publish a certain amount each time uh, each week but i'm pretty sure we could do an instagram live on what we've got now which would be amazing which yeah. would be absolutely insane to be able to do so that and like experience that with our with our um listeners it's definitely ideas we'll have talks behind the scenes so if we, we yeah. could do episode 50 which will be the 50th episode and the anniversary and special the yeah, and then we'll also have the one year anniversary special so potentially yeah. two special episodes coming up but anyway let's not get bogged down landmarks landmark podcasts that we didn't potentially think was going to happen ever I was about to say, Sagora, how have you been? But <laughs> I can't do that. So um... let's, okay, my guy, let's crack on with the podcast. And we've got a new full standalone segment. Ooh. And now. We are going to pass over to Matt Dyer for a new segment, Angry Amazon Reviews. Matt Dyer, please take it away. Hello, everyone. Uh, now, you may remember that way back, I can't even remember what episode number it was. I want to say three or four. Um, I did an Angry Man Reviews on people that comment on, uh, ask questions on Stupid Amazon things. products and then give a really stupid answer that is just not helpful. Um, okay. So what I thought I'd do is bring that back as a one-off today, but instead of telling Sam what the product is, Sam Cropper has to guess what yes. the product is from the question and answer that I give him. Yeah. Now, some of them are just ridiculously difficult that he's not going to get it, um, but I had to include the answers because they're just so funny um so we'll, we'll give it a go so we'll, we'll see we'll see how we get on do it and um yeah i must say as well that a few of these items two of them in particular are not but a few of these items are i was talking last week about a, a snappy gift thing for work for my 10 years uh celebrational That'll be two thing. weeks ago right yeah uh two weeks ago um now i finally had the link through at work for that so i was a able to pick a gift mm. um and you get a whole whole list of gifts you can choose from so a few of these i've used as examples and found some some good questions and answers on these yeah. as i say two of them are not so please don't think that these were gifts that the Polar Pals HQ wanted to give me because <laughs> they're, they're not. Okay. So anyway, so Gora, should we crack on? I'm now expecting like anal beads as one of these. Just <laughs> I don't think we're going that strong. Anyway, okay. I'm, first ready. One I'm ready. Question. Cheaper at Curry's $39.99 with one year guarantee or John Lewis £43 with two year guarantee? So, so any any ideas on the I'm product? Thinking, I'm thinking electrical. Okay. Um, it's difficult because I sort of know your what list you read out to me. Yeah, I, I did actually the list. list them all. But I don't. Too, re I don't remember the full list. I remember the ones I picked out, and I was like, "What the fuck is that on that yeah. for?" Um, ooh. So it's been like the. Thirty-five to forty-five range. Would you like me to read you the answer? Yes. Yeah, could you read humorous? the answer, and then okay. I'll um, I'll it might give it away a little bit more. Hi, Maddie. 
Not sure what your question is, but yes, the internet is awash with deals for the consumer. <laughs> so just to remind you, the question was, cheaper at Curry's $39.99 with one year guarantee, or John Lewis, £43, with two year guarantee? Not sure how that is a question, as the answer really? uh, people have put. Yeah. Uh, um, so, Robert, any ideas at all? I don't know. It being Curry's and is Curry's not PC World, so it's definitely Curry's. So that means it's like home electricals. Yep. I want to go for like a ring doorbell, but I know they're more expensive. So like a doorbell of some kind that you like. See on your phone? Uh, it's not. Ah. Oh. Uh, it's the NutriBullet MBR six hundred series starter kit. Oh, I didn't realize NutriBullets was actually that cheap. I thought they were very expensive. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't buy one because I don't put. I don't eat fruit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't, you don't like fruit. Um, you get a double, double, double barrel on this one, Circle, but you've got two answers for one question. Ooh, ooh, the question okay. is, can it connect with Amazon Alexia? They put Alexia, not Alexa. Alexia. Oh, God. No, no. Alexa, not you. Shut up. <laughs> right, carry on. Sorry. My Alexa went crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Can it collect with Amazon Alexia? Okay. Any ideas so far? Absolutely nothing, because that could no. be a wide, wide range. Yeah, well, of course. Um, the first answer, sorry, I have not tried it, so I would not know. Why are you... What oh, is the point? point? Why are you doing that for? What is the point? Um, Please tell me the <laughs> second one was a little bit helpful. Uh, you'd think that's a good one, but no, the second one is not sure. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> not sure. Uh, oh, so, not sure so how no, you they didn't help. So, uh, uh, um, right. I'm going to go for a doorbell again. <laughs> uh, it's not a doorbell, Sekora. So oh. It's the Apple Watch Series 3. No. They were yeah. seriously asking if an Amazon product would connect to Apple, who Apple, who are very, very strong about only Not using competitor yeah yeah oh, right okay fair enough no we'll move on to the next one that's a stupid question and it deserved the two stupid answers it got next one Sakura. Mm -hmm. hi i've purchased this for my mum and she told it rejected her dvd can you help I wouldn't go to Amazon for that. I'd go for a tech guy, but okay, carry on. What's the, what's the answer? Sorry, I didn't get the TV with the DVD. I just got the TV. <laughs> that was by That's Marty. Good. Well, Marty, you're an idiot. Why the hell are you doing that? Um, obviously, it's a TV. Um, guessing a big TV. Uh, that is the RCA 32-inch HD LED TV that has Dolby Audio, HDMI, SCART, VGA, and PC connection. God! Mm. Bloody hell, the early thousands are there, living, <laughs> thriving, thriving. Oh, dear. So, come on. Yep. Next one. Yes. Ah, oh, I've... Oh, I haven't. What I've done here, Segura, is uh, screenshot the answers, but not the question. So could you bear with me two seconds just while I go back to it on Amazon? Yes. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Question. Are all the cards the same as Cards Against Humanity Family Edition? I want to purchase if the cards are different. Bloody hell. All right, go on. Give me, <laughs> Give me the answer. No idea. Only once I've ever seen. I'm not even sure that makes sense. Hang on. No idea. Only one I've ever seen. <laughs> no idea. All right, carry on. Uh, any ideas, Segura, on the product there? Uh, I reckon it's Cards Against Humanity, but original edition. And I think he's seen the family edition and gone, is, this, is the normal Cards Against Humanity the same or is it different? It's not Cards Against Humanity. What the fuck it, was he asking about Cards Against Humanity for? Sorry, sorry. It, it is, however, Kids Against Maturity. 
basically the kids' equivalent of Cards Against Humanity. I'm sorry, Cards Against Humanity Family Edition. That's not. That's not uh, PG, is it? I, I, I don't know. I've only seen one of them. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, one of the answers was um, from the actual company that produced the game, Cards Against Maturity. Uh, we have no affiliation with Cards Against Humanity. Our cards are different for sure. Ours are funny and creative. There's a knot. Throwing Ooh. some shade there on Cards Against is... Humanity. I'm calling the caterpillar all over again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, last one, Zagora. Okay, go on. <laughs> Hang on. Bear with me. I've done it again, Zagora. I've, oh, bloody I've, hell. I've done the question, but not the answer. Okay. Ready? Uh, yes. So, this product, Sokova, the question is, what is the diameter between the two shafts? Bloody hell. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. The answer, I'm not sure, but it's ribbed for your pleasure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Would you like to take a guess on what the product is? Now, I should make it fairly obvious that this product was not one of the ones that my Polar Pals <laughs> HQ wanted to gift me. I mean, I've got a lot of things going in my mind, but I kind of want it to be tongs. I just want it to be something completely non-sexual, like just tongs, because they could be like two shafts and be ribbed at the end. I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's going to be something like that, but my dirty mind is also thinking of pitchfork. But that's besides the point. I'm going to go with tongs as my answer. It's not tongs, Sakura. Oh. But it does have a word that rhymes with tong. This is the Easy Bong. Toy Dildo Collection Ultra Realistic Double ah. Dong. Double Dong! Double Dong! Stop it's it. lifelike double, <laughs> double-ended dong. I'll send you a picture, Sakura, so you know what it looks like. Can you put it into the group chat with, with Sasha Guest Glenn with no context, please? Mm, okay. <laughs> please. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we will let the podcast know what uh, Special Guest Glenn comes back with. It's 22.99. It's a bargain. <laughs> Do you like what I typed into the search bar at the top? Can I just say that it's the first time I ever and probably ever will search that. <laughs> Double-edged dildo. <laughs> also, I had to sign out of my Amazon account because I don't want recommendations coming up every five minutes. Glenn's <laughs> <laughs> <Cleanse> replied. <laughs> oh, no. I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> read out please my i read out our special guest glenn has put what the fuck why have you sent that to our group <laughs> oh, i'm just gonna have to reply hang on hang on hang on hang on <laughs> <laughs> I replied saying, thinking up, thinking up ideas for the 50 episode special. <laughs> Basically, so just, just to paint a picture, this is um, like I was saying about a pitchfork, uh, but with two fake penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. We're so childish, aren't we? Honestly, here's us going. You know, oh, we've we've grown so much as a podcast and in ourselves, and yet here we are laughing about dildos still. <laughs> anyway, funny. we're laughing at the fact that we just sent it with no context to Glenn. And I... like, oh, <laughs> anyway, should we move on, Sagor? I think we should. Well, I'll tell you something, Segura. Yeah. Despite the fact that you're not here this week, yeah, we're going to cross over to you over our bridge of banter, 
and we're going to visit the fourth part of our uh, our little story we've got going on, haven't we? Aren't we? Eva Cabin. Yes. So let's jump over to Selgoba in our section, story time with Sam. Gather round, children, because this is about to get tasty. I just feel I'm not read it. I've not read it, obviously, because me and Matt die. We have a agreement. I just feel like after last episode where we creeped Matt Dyer out so much, bear in mind, he's had, he's had to do this back to back. So he's not going to sleep tonight. I'm going to get a message from him at one in the morning saying, you bastard. But I'm very, very excited for this. I think it's going to kick off. I think it's going to kick off, Matt Dyer. Going to kick off. Going to kick re-off. Okay. <clears throat> so this is part four. Of Fever Cabin. Okay, so this is Camilla's letter. Paul, I'm sorry I went away. I woke up and you weren't there, but someone else was. I should have felt some sort of panic, maybe called out for you. I could hear you walking around downstairs, rummaging through the fridge. I I couldn't move, though. It was as though a hundred tiny pins were holding me in place gently prickling my spine. But I wasn't afraid. All I could think was how much the girl sitting at the foot of my bed looked like me. We had the same eyes, nose. Even her thumbnails were short and stubby like mine. She was much younger, however, a teenager. Her face was alive with emotion. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, Matt Dyer, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Fuck my life! Oh my god! Oh my god! I was looking for a song for the outro, and I accidentally pressed Star Wars. Oh my god! I'm You're so sorry. You're an absolute prick. You angry? I can't even sing. I can't even do a dramatic reading of Star Wars. <laughs> You were, you were just getting into that, weren't you? And then all of a sudden... It came through my headphones so loud. Like so, so loud as well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord above. Oh, dear. Also, why are you not concentrating on the, on the story? Well, it's because I, I haven't got a song yet. Sorry. Oh, dear. Okay, so carry on. Crack I think on. my soul is back in my body. Um, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Won't happen again. Okay. Her face was alive with emotion. I'm oh, sorry, I can't. What the fuck? <laughs> my heart rate's over 100, Matt. I just to let you know. Is it actually? I'm so honestly, it honestly, it wasn't intentional. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I get into these zones, like just to put it in, just to like context. When I when I do these stories, I see it in my mind's eye. I, I I actually see everything that I'm reading out, like in my mind. So when Matt breaks it, because like in the first like couple of episodes of like doing these stories, he's did it a couple of times, and it scared me because <laughs> when I'm doing this, when I'm in that zone, I see it, and it's like I've got a little movie going on in my head. Should we crack on? Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you need a minute? No. By the time you've recovered, you'll be back from holiday. I know. <laughs> Join us next week for part four. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, okay. no, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> her face was alive with emotion, tears pooling in her eyes. The way she looked at me with so much silent affection made me feel like a child who had just learned to tie their shoelaces. It's going to sound so strange, but something inside my head clicked in a place and I knew who she was. Mum, I mouthed, not quite being able to produce a sound. I never talk about my adoption and most people would never guess how often I've lain awake, staring at the ceiling, just wondering who she had been, where she had gone. I suppose all adopted kids secretly hope that there is a justifiable reason for being denied the love and care of a person who made us. 
the horrific phrase. Still, there was no relief in knowing my, who my biological mother was. Again, I can't begin to explain how I knew this to be true. But hang on, have I missed something here? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, I have. Still, there was no relief in knowing who she was and only knowing that my biological mother was dead. Again, I can't begin to explain how I knew this to be true, but I did. Downstairs, I heard one of the doors slam as you went outside. The girl reached for my hand. The moment my mother's soft, pale skin grazed mine, the bedroom disappeared. Within a blink of an eye, I was no longer sitting on bedsheets, but a knitted blanket on the ground beside the lake in the woods. Despite the fog, I felt no chill. Joanna, the woman still sat at my feet holding my hand. That's why I named you and you were just... Oh, God. <laughs> That's why I named you when you were just a bean. Eh? A bean. Eh? Eh? <laughs> a bean. So, like, a... She's calling her... Oh, I know what a bean is, so <laughs> No, this isn't, like, a flick, a be- flick the bean situation. This is, like, a bean as in, like, her fertilised egg. A fetus. A years. <laughs> okay. What happened? I asked, trying to stifle the emotions bubbling at the back of my throat. I can't blame them for not telling you about it, my mother sighed. I'd already, I was already seven months into the pregnancy, though I barely showed. I was only 16 and my parents wanted me to abort or give you up for adoption. So I just packed up and left my hometown behind. My parents had never so much acknowledged my adoption. Though I was only a light-haired member of a giant family of second-wave Italian immigrants. I had tried to ask questions, but they were always met with defensive, guilt-inducing retorts. How could you think that, Camilla? I had no idea what to do or where to go, my mother continued. I was very hormonal when I left home and I seriously doubted I'd be able to keep you and me off the streets. I didn't have much in the way of money. Only enough for three or four more meals. I had hitchhiked my way to an off-road diner. My mother's eyes never left mine, she spoke. Even though the things she was telling me were incredibly sad, there was an air of removal about her, like she was telling the story of someone very distant, like a friend of a friend. I still couldn't say anything, not until she finished her story. I took the cheapest meal, some eggs and toast. I refused the coffee because I'd read somewhere that it was bad for the baby. I was sitting there trying to come up with a plan, figuring I should get one last ride to the nearest city and find a woman's shelter. I'd be safe there until after the birth. That's when he slid into my booth and introduced himself as Jack. He was, not, he was not much older than me, early 20s at most. Not handsome by any means, but not a bad looking either. He was confident, well-spoken, asking if I was okay. It was the kindness from a stranger, and, and I took to it. Not long after that, I was in his car. I didn't register it at first. That subtle transformation had taken place when we were no longer in a public place. Jack was no longer cheerful and his voice had lost its softness. It made me uneasy, and stopped making. I stopped making small talk, wishing the city lines would appear. That's when he turned off the road into the woods. Though a part of me knew what this meant, a hopeful side tried to ask what he was doing, where he was going, but he only roared at me to shut up. He was sweating and, and agitated, and after maybe 20 minutes of awful bumps and swerves, He stopped the car near a remote wooden shack in the woods. I knew at this point I was in a lot of trouble. The fear had made me irrational. I jumped out of the car and tried to run. But I was carrying low and every lunge lunge forward felt as though my pelvis would shatter. I got as far as the edge of the woods before he pushed me belly first into the forest floor. The pain of the fall was nothing compared to the horror of knowing he had hurt not only me, but you inside of me. 
Instead of getting up to run, I rolled over my back and stopped screaming. I think I even stopped breathing as I waited for you to give me a kick to let me know you're okay. Just as I finally felt your movement, the man grabbed my legs and dragged me back to the shed. I resumed screaming and tried to jerk my legs away by kicking. But he was too strong. He lifted me onto a wooden table, restraining me with ropes and shoving rags into my mouth so I wouldn't scream. I struggled to breathe through my nose, which was just filling up with mucus because I was crying. I watched Jack fumble with something in the corner of the shed. He didn't say a word, but I could see he was tense. I wished I could talk to him, plead with him to spare me, to spare us. He didn't look as though he wanted to go through with it. When he turned around, I saw that he had a butcher's knife in his hands. He held it awkwardly and stepped forward, then hesitated, then came up to my head. Every time I tried to scream, the rag in my mouth would seem to suck more air from my lungs. Then he brought down the knife on the right side of my head, which erupted oh in pain. God. Jesus Christ, I go, what are you reading here? <laughs> Through water-filled eyes, I saw him holding my bloody ear in his left hand. <laughs> A small smile playing on his lips as he watched me writhe in agony. That's when a different, all-encompassing plane exploded in my midsection. It was my first contraction. And it was enough of water to break and spill out of me, pulling between my legs before running down the side of the table. A look of horror crossed the man's face as he set aside the knife and ripped open my blouse and stared at my hardened belly. You were kicking, and when he saw one of your legs jab my belly button, he cursed. He began pacing in the sheds, muttering something to himself, running his hands through his hair. I could see large, dark sweat stains under the underarms of his sweater. The second contraction, combined with my limited air supply and steady blood loss, knocked me out cold. The third brought me back. I saw I was no longer in the shed, but in the back of a car with a rag still in my mouth. My body was in shivers and my eyes couldn't focus. I wasn't sure if it was the full ear removal or something else. But I knew then that I was dying. The next and final time I came to, I saw a woman and felt water being splashed on my face. Cars zoomed past and the woman was shouting something. I let go then, knowing you were safe, allowing myself to slip in the sweet unconsciousness of death. Once been removed from the torch of the physical world, I watched them load my limp body into an ambulance where the paramedics were formed an emergency C-section to get you out. I could tell by their faces that they didn't think you would live, but you were a fighter. I wanted so much to go on with you, to make sure they took care of you in the hospital, but I couldn't. Not long after the ambulance drove off, I was back inside the shed, watching the man who claimed to be Jack sitting in a corner, crying. Ever since then, I've been trapped in these woods, never making it far from the shed. The man was gone for a long time, and then I think he moved away, he moved away after what he did to me. It's hard to hell, tell how much time passes in these woods. When he came back with another girl, he was at least 20 years older, and entirely cool and collected. After his return, girl after girl died in the shed, joining me in these woods. We all look the same. We all feel the same things. We spend our days walking this forest, mourning our lost lives, wishing to see our loved ones out in the world of the living. But we can't. We can't even rest. Not until the man who did this to us continues to roam free, eyeing up his next victim. After my mother had finished her story, we sat in silence for a long while. I had so many questions, but I couldn't even phrase a single one of them. After a while, my mother asked me about my life. So I've been telling her, little by little. It was more of a dialogue when I told about my childhood and my teenage years since my mother would keep interrupting wanting to know if my favourite ice cream had been mint chip, like hers, or if I liked drawing as she had done. It's been a little sad since I've caught up to the adult years. She just listens. But she has nothing to compare it to since she 
was essentially died as a child. When we're not talking, she watches me paint. Sometimes she'll sketch with me. And I can see that she pursued the talent. She would have grown into a great artist. Paul, I felt you in the woods the other night. I felt you dying and wanted to help you. But no matter which way I ran, your cries grew more distant. I begged my mother to take me to you, but she just shook us her head and said, suddenly serious. Your husband is the only one that can help us. She said, he got it wrong once, but he won't this time. I believe in him. Paul, as I, as I held my breath, as you teetered on the brink of life and death and cried with relief when I felt you safe again, I've passed along this letter in hopes it will find you. I don't know if you feel it, but I do. I think the girls here feel it too. The trees are abuzz with it. The water ripples carry it to the shores of the lake. We're nearing the pinnacle of whatever this entire journey has been about. The reason we ended up in these woods, it wasn't just our constant quarrels over the past few weeks. In a twisted way, this entire thing started with me, or more precisely, with my biological mother, Leanne Summerson, dying 32 years ago on the day of my birth. It started with me, Paul. It can only end with you. I love you, Camilla. I read the pages of Camilla's letter over and over until sunrise, stopping only to wind up the flashlight. Eventually, I tucked away the letter into one of the pockets of my Uncle Johnny's jacket and started making my way back to the cabin. The forest was alive with the sounds of birds, insects, and leaves ruffling in the wind. Combined with the noises, sounded like a constant low hum. Very consistent, almost a cheer. The woods were egging me on, sending me off on a mission, but also eagerly anticipating my return. Could I pull off what they were asking? I'd already been mistaken once. New information about the Machete Killer's timeline had just blown the case wide open. How did the investigators and my team get it so wrong with Henry Briarwood? The true unsub's reign of terror has spanned decades and probably involved several different states. Both his MO and signature have, have evolved over the years, and I wouldn't be surprised if this guy staged the bodies in the trees, not as an act of some sweet, some thick, twisted fantasy, but as a distraction. Henry Brywood had been, had been tried and charged on five counts of murder and consisted of maybe another two victims. There had been far more women in that clearing. Some were skeletal, which probably meant their remains had never been found. I had no choice. I would have to leave Fever Cabin and go back to the city with access to the full case files and process the suspect list from scratch. <clears throat> yeah, wow. That was... um, <clears throat> It's getting good, Sigour. It is getting good. It's actually, get, it's actually kind of... It's a very interesting storyline now because now we've got this, this man who is so focused on his career, he is proud of the work he does, has got something so, so wrong. And the the dead and the victims are telling him they need his help to put it right. Even the person that he convicted. Um, you know the, the most gutting thing? What's that? We now have to wait two weeks well, before we read the final part. The final part will actually be on the episode we record on or the day before my birthday. Ooh. So it's a little birthday present for myself. Because I'm not, obviously I'm not reading these. I'm only reading them as I read them out. I'm not pre-reading. So yeah, for me, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to read more, but I, I, I already have that um, agreement with you that I won't do. Obviously I'll be good, but yeah, good, it's getting good. really good. And that's what we've got time for this week. Well, so, Robert, you know what I'm going to say? It's not. 
No, it's not. No, because I've got another song for you. Oh, did you find one, did you? In the dramatic reading. Scaring me, that bastard. (laughs) Can't wait to listen to that back. Uh, So this song uh, is dedicated to everybody who has not just lost a friend, but a family member, a loved one. Okay. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. There we go, Sakura. I assume you know what song that is. I had the um, credit scene... Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> yeah. Fast Furious 7 go through my mind and Paul Walker's highlight reel. That is, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, that is See You Again by Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. Mm. It's a corker. Oh, that is an emotional song as well, just because of like, we were so we were such big fans of Paul Walker um, through the Fast and Furious movies and like the other car movies he did and like just generally as a person. And that song will always, always, always bring back that outro from that, that cutscene from um, Far 7. Yeah. Indeed. So, Alas, Sagoba. Yeah, here we go. This is uh, unbelievably the end of our double header of recording. <laughs> We're both boiling hot and tired, but... If... For you, it will be it will be as if nothing has happened for you because you'll still get it in in two weeks' time. Mm. Uh, but if a week after that is too long to wait for your semantics fix, Madaya, how can they get that? Well, so Kruber, they can go to our Instagram page, which is at Samama Antics. They can go to our TikTok page, which is at Samama Antics. They can go to our Facebook page, which is the Sam Antics Podcast, or you can send us an email to samanticspodcast at gmail.com. And you can even look us up on ACAST because we are <laughs> ACAST content creators. <laughs> every yes. time. Every time. All that we've got left to say is we'll chat to you next week.